you know, if you have something that you want to do, then do it. I think life is way too short. And especially if, if you're in your 20s, in your 30s, you're in a special position of power to where like you have, you can, you could lose every penny in your, in your bank account and you have the rest of your life to make all of that back. So why not take the risk? And, you know, even if it doesn't work out the first time, you can always jump back into another job and get that money back. I just think that life is too short. Welcome to the Quit Work Podcast, 15-minute conversations with people who have quit their job and gone their own way. I'm Mark, and every week I talk to someone who's taken the bold step of quitting work to start living their true life. The idea is to inspire you to live your true life, whatever that might mean to you. Today I'm talking to uh, Hadley, owner and founder of Life Well Worked, who loved her job managing a mental health clinic until it began to take a toll on her own mental health. She quit to start her own business, helping other entrepreneurs take their first steps towards building a career and a life that fits them. Hadley, welcome to the Quit Work Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. So working in mental health, that must be one of the most demanding careers imaginable. How, how did you get into that? So I um, went into college because I'd always thought that I'd wanted to be a doctor. Um, and so I got into the pre-med field and that turned out to be a little too demanding. Um, so I switched to psychology just thinking, well, you know, because I've always been interested in the brain. So that was cool. I switched to psych, graduated, and then um, found a job posting for TMS therapy. It's a new treatment for depression. Um, and I started at that clinic in St. Louis as a uh, TMS technician. So I was delivering those depression treatments to people who struggle with um, depression and anxiety symptoms. Uh, and I really loved it. Uh, it was a huge privilege to be part of the recovery journey for those people who really, really needed help um, and saw lots of success. And so I just enjoy the process of helping people it was it was awesome yeah that must have been very rewarding it, it really was and I think it's a field that is underserved I don't think that we talk about mental health nearly enough as we should and so uh yeah it was just it was really awesome for me to, to not only spread the word about that treatment but just to you know be that person for people who who needed the help who needed someone to really listen to them it was fun yeah so you, you said you found yourself, um, as time went on in this job, continually trading more of your time and your effort and your talent without the increase in pay. Can you say more about that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I am just someone who always puts 110% of myself into my work, <laughs> which isn't anybody's fault but my own. I obviously was passionate about what I was doing. Um, and I really enjoyed helping, but I found myself putting too much in. I was burnout. Um, you know, I found myself just wanting more free time and more time to relax. And, you know, toward the end of my time at that clinic, I found myself becoming depressed and struggling with stomach issues and just anxiety. And, um, you know, I'd obviously had the conversation with my boss about a raise and, 
all of those things. And he did do his best to kind of help me out where he could. But we were a small startup and he just wasn't in the position to really give me what I, I wanted. Um, and, you know, I've had other jobs and it's it's the same recurring theme where I put my all into the job and I feel like almost like I'm being taken advantage of, like I'm not getting, uh, in, in, you know, the things in return that I'm giving, you know, to the business itself. So I just, you know, I thought if I can make my boss X amount of money per year, um, and if I can, if I have the ability to, you know, be successful at my day job, then I can be just as, as successful as a business owner. And then, you know, not only that, but give myself the raises that I know I deserve and take the breaks that I know I need. So that's kind of why I ended up leaving. I, I talk to a lot of people who like you are just naturally the kind of people who are always going to give 110%. And uh, I'm one of those people. Right. <laughs> and it's it's a difficult dynamic when you start working for somebody and you're giving 110% and you don't necessarily give get that back. What do you do? Do you stop giving 110%? I, I imagine for you and right. for me, that's kind of quite difficult to do. So are there some people who just aren't good employees and really need to be working for themselves? I I think so. On my Instagram account, I'm very adamant about, you know, if you are someone who does, who, who tends to give 110% at their job, um, is successful at their day job, uh, and, but then you also find yourself wanting, you know, the more time and flexibility, you, you feel like you're almost being taken advantage of, even though most of the time you aren't being taken advantage of. It's just you agreed to you know, an, an employment contract and you signed up for that. But um, yeah, I do think that if if you're someone who, you know, is has that drive, then by all means, I, I it's, it's worth a shot. So going back to your job in the mental health clinic, uh, what was the one thing that finally made you quit? So it's funny because... I had been kind of toying with the idea of starting my own business. Actually, you know, the, the last three years before I decided to, you know, make that jump, start my own business. Um, and I had some PTO that I needed to use and uh, I had family in town. So I took five days off uh, from work and I came back to just kind of a logistical mess. And I had already struggled with the idea of leaving my family, leaving home, you know, like leaving that place where I just felt relaxed and happy to coming back to work just to this mess that had already been causing me so much stress. And I think that was the day that I was like, yeah, I, I, I have this goal in mind. I, I know that I'm capable of running my own business. I have a bunch of money saved up. I don't have any kids. So I'm going to quit. So I put my notice in, um, hired a business coach, and the rest is history. It's funny, isn't it? The uh, the taking a break from work and then coming back, that's when it really hits you the hardest. It makes you think yeah. whether you really want to be <laughs> doing this still. Well, and to, you know, to add to that, shortly before I took that, that five-day break, I was in Hawaii with my grandparents and my boyfriend, and I thought, you know, this is this is just what I need to, you know, to come back, feel refreshed and, and ready to get back to work. Yeah. 
And I found, you know, coming back from Hawaii that it, I, it was the opposite. I came back to work. Uh, I was having trouble focusing. I was even crying. Um, and it just, it just kind of reinforced the idea that it's like, you know what, like my body is telling me that this is just, this is not the structure for me. That's always a really bad sign when you find yourself uh, in tears at work. That's, uh, that means something <laughs> needs to change. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's kind of, that was my breaking point. How did your employer take it? He was upset. He was really upset, as I expected him to be. And it's not that I was after, you know, I wasn't, I didn't want to hurt him. I, I didn't want to necessarily leave. Um, I enjoyed what I did, but, uh, you know, it's it's what I needed to do. I, I knew that that was the right thing for me. And um, at the end of the day, he was really supportive of, of that. And how did it feel for you? Did it feel scary? Did it feel a relief? Uh, what What were your feelings after you quit? Um, it was a mix of both. <clears throat> so, I am someone who I was raised by you know parents and family who, you know, always kind of pushed the idea that you know you go to college, you get a you graduate with a good degree get a, you know, good, high paying full time job with a fortune 500 company, and you stick with it till you retire. And so that was the expectation. Um, so it was scary leaving and feeling like, you know, am I am I letting my family down? I you know, am I risking my financial security? Um, so it was scary. And then you know, the idea of like, well, what if what if I fail? Yeah. The other thing was the relief where, you know, it's like, well, now I'm not expected to be somewhere at eight in the morning. I don't have to fight traffic. I don't have to, you know, condense my life into this box that was required of, you know, those nine to five jobs. So it was it was a mix of both. Um, but once I kind of got settled into my new normal, um, I just kind of I settled into this new belief in myself. You know, like, I just knew that whatever I put my mind to, as long as I don't give up, I don't fail. So, um, yeah, it's been a mix of both for sure. <laughs> so how did you get started on the business? That's that's a huge thing to take on. So how, how did that go? Yeah. Um, so I actually hired a business coach shortly before I quit. Um, and it was purely by chance. I didn't even know that I needed a business coach, but she popped up on my Instagram feed and I messaged her and I, I just said, Hey, I, I love what you're doing. Cause she's doing something similar to me. Yeah. And we got to talking. And so I ended up hiring her and um, she was the one that ultimately helped me decide on a business niche. She kind of walked me through like, you know, who are you? What do you like? What don't you like? Um, what do you stand for? And, um, yeah, so ultimately I just decided on, you know, I'm going to help people in their twenties who know that they want to be entrepreneurs. They just don't know where to start. They want out of that nine to five grind. Um, and you know, to help them kind of figure out who they are, how they fit into that entrepreneurial space and then help them into those first steps of their business, uh, initiation. So it really started by, you know, just doing some market research, um, opening up my Instagram and TikTok accounts, 
um, you know, putting my content out there and, and really just talking to people and building those connections and finding out um, what people in my age group need, what they don't need uh, and stuff like that. So it's, I, I wouldn't say that I knew 100%, you know, what I needed to do or what I wanted to do right up front. Yeah. But as time went on, um, I had a better, a better understanding as to what, you know, I really wanted to do and how, you know, how to do that. Yeah, I hope you don't mind me asking, uh, but I think this is an issue for a lot of people trying to start their own business. How, how did you make it work financially? Sure. So that's the thing. Um, I'm going to start out by saying that I would not recommend <laughs> <laughs> that you go and quit your job. You really have to be someone who is prepared for you know for something like that. Um, for me personally, I had... I, I could go over a year uh, and and not have to work a job. I had over a year salary saved up. Um, I budgeted. I, you know, cut all sorts of sub uh, subscriptions and costs out of my, you know, monthly spending. Um, so you really want to make sure that you have, a you know, at least six months saved up. Um, and then just be, be prepared for the mental shift that comes along uh, you know, with, with quitting your job, it's you, you no longer have a consistent stream of income. You may have months that you don't bring anything in like I have, and it's scary. Um, you're going to, you're going to be tempted to go in and, and go get another job, but that's, you have to remember that if, if you do quit your job, you quit your job to be serious about starting a business. So I would just say, if you're going to go cold Turkey, have a bunch of money saved up and, and have a plan. Yeah. yeah, that's so important. And be mentally prepared. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a yeah. totally different <laughs> way of thinking about money. When you've got that money coming in every month, life is straightforward financially. It may not be good. It may not mm -hmm. be as much money as uh, you would hope, but it's, uh, it's fairly predictable and you know what's coming in. You know what's going out. Uh, it's it's a whole different right. uh, thing when you run your own business. Yeah, well, and I would say that um, if you're someone who enjoys kind of pushing yourself to the limit in in some ways, just kind of like for me, I was I I knew that by quitting my job, it wouldn't be comfortable, but I knew that I would grow as a person. Um, I would learn a lot more about myself and I really have and and not all of it's been fun but um just by quitting your job and and kind of free flowing through life it, it teaches you a lot and for me I've, I've learned to be strong in my beliefs and, and strong in my desires and yeah so if if you're someone who is up for the challenge I say go for it where does it come from, that courage? I mean, that is so admirable. And it's it's even more <laughs> difficult if you come from a family that's not entrepreneurial, is more a hold down a regular job kind of uh, culture right. in your family. So so where did it come from, this courage to do what you're doing? Um, I, I just, I really think it came from me just being so uncomfortable with trading my life for something so mediocre. I I just, for some reason, I'm so sensitive to the fact that life is short and um, it goes quick. So if, you know, if you have something that you want to do, then do it. 
I think life is way too short. And especially if, if you're in your 20s, in your 30s, you're in a special position of power to where like you have, you can, you could lose every penny in your, in your bank account and you have the rest of your life to make all of that back. So why not take the risk? And, you know, even if it doesn't work out the first time, you can always jump back into another job and get that money back. I just think that life is too short. What have you learned from working with uh, others on their careers? I have learned that we need more people out there who are who are pushing this idea of, you know, do what you, you know, do what you want to do. If there's something about your life that you're uncomfortable with or if there's something that is even making you physically or mentally ill, then why are you um uh, perpetuating those things. I think that there are people who need help understanding that, you know, not only are you capable of changing your life, but um, it doesn't have to be the way that it doesn't have to be this way. It, you don't have to go to college. You don't have to go get a nine to five job. You can think outside the box. Um, and I've just by working with my clients so far, I've learned that um, we need more of those people out there pushing this idea that you know, you can do what you want to do with your life. What would you say to people who are pulled towards entrepreneurship, but uh, just don't know how to get started? I would say that you're capable. You are 105% capable of anything that you put your mind to. I think it's a matter of and I'm not just self-promoting. I, I really do, you know, believe in the power of a, of a coach. Um, work with someone, even if it's just a mentor, someone in your family or someone that you know, work with someone who can help you take the first steps toward, you know, business ownership. Um, I think one of the, the biggest things that you could do for yourself, um, not only in business ownership, but just in life in general, is really... Um, strengthening your mindset and correcting your self-talk. I think that um, my biggest obstacle starting out was my mindset, you know, this talk in my head that, you know, oh, well, what if you fail? I can't do this. What if I have to go back to another job? I'm not capable. You know, my family's going to be disappointed. If you can do away with all of that noise, you're going to be just fine. Um, this is your life. You have one chance as far as we know, so why not take the risk and start that business you've been dreaming of, of starting? That's what I would say. That's fantastic. Well, listeners, if you'd like to connect with Hadley, you can find her on TikTok at Hadley Ann. That's H-A-D-L-E-Y-A-N-N-N. -N -N. There are three N's on the end of that, I believe. And uh, also on... <laughs> Other ones were taken. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and uh, also on Instagram at Life Well Worked. Hadley, thanks so much for joining me on the Quit Work podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been so much fun. Thanks for listening to the Quit Work podcast. I love talking to people who have taken the bold step of quitting their job to start living their true life. Join me for a fresh conversation every week. Subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel at quitworkprojects.com. And if you have any comments on this episode, or if you'd like to tell your own Quit Work story, I'd love to hear from you. Contact me at quitworkprojects.com or on Twitter or Instagram at quitworkproject. 
I hope you too find your way to quitting work and living your true life.